0: TC Minneapolis-St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. U.S. Senators scrambling to bone up on their knowledge of the rules with the prospect of holding impeachment hearings next month. Here's Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Agnew. It's been 20 years since the Senate held impeachment hearings against then-President Clinton, who was found not guilty. Only 15 senators currently serving took part. For most, it's a sharp learning curve if they hope to fully understand the process and their role in it. Even though a guilty verdict against the president is highly unlikely, drawn-out proceedings could prove politically damaging not only to the president but also Republicans if they're unable to finish work on key legislation ahead of next year's election. Bob Agnew reporting. Defense Secretary Mark. Mark Esper outlining what comes next for American troops that are set to leave Syria, he says, that under current plans, they will go to Western Iraq and the American military will continue to to conduct operations against the Islamic State group to prevent its resurgence. This is SRN News. Some things pair together perfectly. Hot cider on a cool fall day. Liberty and the First Amendment. Chocolate and peanut butter. This Tuesday, experience another fantastic combination. Dennis Prager and Larry Elder. The War for America's Soul Tour is nearly sold out. Only a handful of general admission tickets remain. Visit am1280thepatriot.com and reserve your seats
1: today.
2: This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors.
1: Dennis Prager and Larry Elder are teaming up for a powerful evening of identifying the key threats to our country. So join them for the War for America Soul Tour at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington this Tuesday. Visit am128thepatriot.com to reserve your seats right now. And this event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. A good Sunday afternoon, just past 2 o'clock. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Increasing clouds, temperature in the low 60s. And Hour 2 of the Brad Carlson Show starts right now.
0: Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. And the
3: Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you as always for tuning in to our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651 289 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, just go to Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and give us a like and a follow. And as always, we appreciate your support. And we definitely look forward to seeing you who are coming out to our Patriot event in just a little more than 48 hours from now, the War for America's Soul is the name of the event. Uh, Dennis Prager and Larry Elder will team up for a powerful evening of identifying the key threats to our country. We face racial divides, push for socialism, abortion, economic disparities, and more. This will be a night of strategic planning to respond to those culture attacks on the core of our nation. Elder and Prager arrive at the uh, Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington by Mall of America. Again, that's this Tuesday. So be sure to visit am1280thepatriot.com. To get your tickets today. Now, the VIP dinner was sold out almost immediately. And uh, not to pat ourselves on the back, but it's our show, so we'll pat ourselves on the back. Uh, The Northern Alliance Radio Network table featuring Mitch Berg, King Banyan, and myself. uh, Yeah, that sold out uh, just minutes before Larry Elder's table sold out. I'm just saying... Uh, and it's more the uh, props to you, the listeners, than the credit Mitch King and I get, because you guys are awesome. You come out and support these events. And let me tell you something. There are scores of Salem affiliates across the country, all right? There's a reason why we have the major national radio hosts come to these events every few months. It's because we know you guys will show up. You, we know you'll respond. We know you'll support these events. And they're going to keep coming back. That It's as simple as that. So we appreciate you, the listeners, coming to these events. Now, again, the VIP dinner sold out. Preferred seating is sold out. So there's only a handful of general admission tickets left. So it's first come, first serve. If you want a good seat in the general admission section, go to AM1280thepatriot.com. Click on the banner, War for America's Soul. Get your tickets today. They're less than $30, bucks. All right, to hear Larry Elder and Dennis Prager talk about what's coming up over the next year and how we combat some of these uh, culture battles that we're facing in this country. You're going to want to be on the proverbial front lines for this. All right? And, again, we always pick venues where there's not a bad seat in the house. So you may not have uh, be sitting in the VIP section or preferred seating, but you're going to have a good seat, and you're going to be able to hear everything that Larry and Dennis talk about. We're looking forward to this event. Again, it's less than 48 hours from now. If you're just thinking about it, go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the banner, because they're going to sell out. We tell you, every time these events are going to sell out, and they always sell out, okay? So we don't want to do the I told you so here, but don't say we didn't warn you. That's all I'm saying. So we look forward to seeing you all at this particular event. Uh, I am going to talk about a little bit about the Democrat-Presidential Candidate debate. I'll probably wait till the next segment to really get into some of the aspects of that particular debate. I want to focus particularly on a candidate, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, U.S. House member out of Hawaii, is really drawing the progressives' ire these days. And she's never polled much above single digits. Hasn't been much of a threat, but for some reason, she's had a lot of ire thrown in her direction, not only by other candidates and by the deranged Hillary Clinton who again, it's just becoming more and more deranged with each passing month since her defeat at the hands of Donald Trump nearly three years ago in the presidential election, but also uh, elite media. And again, we'll get into that in the second segment. But, you know, uh, Erica Anderson is a young lady who I've gotten to know over the past few years. i met her at an event here in the Twin Cities in 2011. She has written for uh, National Review and some other conservative outlets. And uh, she is someone who you know, like I say, met eight years ago, followed her on social media, and she is more of a, a, a cultural conservative. She's uh, big into the social issues, like uh, uh, particularly when it comes to the life issue. And she was not a supporter of uh, Donald Trump. And she wrote a piece in The New York Times basically asking the question, why are Democrats jilting GOP voters who want to like them? because there are a good number of Republican voters who did not vote for Donald Trump in 2016. And there are even some who may have voted for Trump 2016, you know, kind of held their proverbial noses in voting for Trump in 2016 and has not and they feel he has not earned their vote for the 2020 election. So they want a viable alternative. Well, Erica's point is that the Democrats are not offering that. And, I've said it on this show many times. The Democrats had one job and one job only. If you want to send Trump packing and not be reelected, okay, you just don't come off as patently insane. As long as you do that, you should, any number of these Democrat candidates should be able to defeat Trump. And thus far, they just aren't able to do it, okay? Now, there are there have been plenty of moderates in this field, but they're not getting any play, any attention because of that, because of the grassroots of the Democrats are going far left. And I read a little bit of Erica's piece Uh, under President Trump, a small slice of America's electorate seeks a reason to call the Democratic Party home for the very first time. But without adequate hospitality to welcome them, they will disappear quickly. With a few exceptions on particular policies, the Democratic presidential field neglects abundant pools of potential Democrat converts, leaving persuadable audiences, the independents and Trump-averse anti-abortion Christians, some of whom are white evangelicals, without options. The exception is Representative Tulsi Gabbard, the candidate making the most visible effort to help moderates and newbies feel included. Like a majority of Americans, but unlike a majority of House Democrats, before the Ukraine revelations, she did not support an impeachment inquiry against President Trump. It would be terribly divisive, though now she supports one because it would otherwise set a dangerous precedent. And she's not afraid to push back on the Democratic National Committee, complaining that its process for debate qualification lacks transparency. She has a progressive agenda that includes Medicare for All, but she's also one of only two candidates who supports abortion restrictions in the third trimester. Unless a woman's life or severe health consequences is at risk, she told the conservative podcast host Dave Rubin, there shouldn't be abortion in the third trimester. Well, uh, excellent news, Representative Gabbard. There have been plenty of pediatricians who have gone on the record say there is no reason for an abortion in the third trimester. Early birth, yes, but there's never a scenario where the woman's health is in such peril that uh, that it necessitates an abortion. again, maybe early delivery, premature delivery, but never abortion. So good news on that front. <coughs> I digress. Uh, The voters are there. Excuse me, let me me back up a little bit. Appearing on right-leaning media is another clue that Tulsi Gabbard is serious about attracting new voters, something Andrew Yang, the businessman candidate, has also prioritized. She balances a set of reliably progressive positions with ideas that abandon the status quo and offer an invitation to a new kind of voter. Now, how scary is that? That... Abortion restrictions in the third trimester is not within the mainstream of today's Democrat Party, or at least the potential Democrat presidential candidates. That's ridiculous that that is that that that's a disqualifier. You know, what happened to safe, legal and rare? Something that Hillary Clinton was touting back in the 2000s. Okay, early to mid 2000s. Maybe even back when she was first lady, I think I, I don't remember how far back it goes. but now we're to the point where you have someone like Mayor Pete Buttigieg of South Bend, Indiana who chides people of faith for being such staunch pro-lifers and says you know and, and claims to be a mainstream Christian while also touting abortion right up to just before birth. Okay, now he, he kind of takes the cowardly way out, Say, well, I, I, I think we should you know, leave that up to the woman. Okay, but he doesn't deny that he would be okay with abortion right up until just before birth, something that was passed in New York State and something that was proposed in the state of Virginia, but ultimately didn't get through the House of Delegates there. So there is opportunity, but the Democrats, in their hubris, think, you know what, we don't need those people. We don't want those people. We feel we've got enough anti-Trump sentiment ginned up enough in addition to our base that's going to be enough to take out Trump in 2020. And you know what? It might. Who's to say? But do they really, really want to take that risk? I mean, they're so desperate to ensure Trump's defeat in 2020. Do they honestly want to take that risk? Well, apparently they do because, as, as Erica alluded to in her piece here, Outside of Tulsi Gabbard and maybe Andrew Yang, there really isn't a lot of sentiment. And Amy Klobuchar, you know, our own state, sen- our own U.S. Senator here out of Minnesota. You know, she's also pledged restrictions within the third trimester. And from what I understand, I didn't watch the Democrat debate the other night. Uh, you know, she acquitted herself pretty well. But again, she's another one who hasn't been able to get out of single digits of support. And God help me. I never thought I'd say this, but if, if I had if I had to pick a Democrat to emerge as to be the candidate and thus possibly be president, um, Amy Klobuchar is not even close to being my last choice. I'll just put it that way. Is she my favorite? Nah, I wouldn't go that far. But I've been obviously very highly critical of Amy Klobuchar on this show. But considering what the likes of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren uh, and Beto O'Rourke, and Kamala Harris are thrown against the wall to see what sticks. Um, Amy Klobuchar would be f- the furthest from the worst choice, that's for sure. God help me for saying that. 651-289-4488 four, four, eight, eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, for some reason, someone who is getting only maybe 2 to 5% in the polling, is uh, really drawing the fear of mainstream media outlets and, and progressives and is even drawing some praise in the conservative side of the aisle. What? Yeah, we'll be back to talk a little bit about that. And hopefully take your phone calls right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere.
4: Father wears his Sunday
2: best. Mother's time, she needs a rest. The kids are playing
0: out there. Is saying in her sleep, oh.
3: Brothers got a night to keep
0: you cottoning around. Our
4: house in the middle of our street. Our house in the middle of a... our house, it has a crowd. There's always something happening, and it's usually quite
2: loud. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline? Save money, but keep your important home telephone number? then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy, there's nothing to install, there are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com.
5: Blue Ox eating in it.
1: Your old heating and cooling system could be costing you money. Bogo, Bogo, Bogo. Buy a high-efficiency furnace and get an air conditioner for free. That's right, free. Plus 18 months no interest and no payments for qualified buyers. Hurry, this offer expires November 30th. See goblueox.com for details.
5: Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care.
0: The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com.
6: Standing in a crowded room and I can't see your face.
3: Welcome back, AM 1280, The Patriot.
6: Put your arms around me, tell me everything's
3: okay. Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast called The Closer. It's me, Brad Carlson. In my
6: mind, I'm around, a cold
3: and empty 651-289-4488 yes. is the number to call.
6: Just put your you can
3: also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. For any comments or questions, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I'm kind of a little perplexed at the uh, proverbial fire that Tulsi Gabbard has been drawing. Uh, Tulsi, of course, is a uh, U.S. House member out of the state of Hawaii and a official candidate for president, and she's been very critical. Uh, you know, as I read in that uh, Erica Anderson piece last segment of the DNC's uh, qualifications for appearing on the debate stage. She says they've been a little less than transparent and Tulsi Gabbard kind of first came into the nation's consciousness in early 2017 when she met with Syrian leader Bashar al-Assad during a trip to Syria. Now she had initially gone there to try to find a way to stabilize that country because obviously the Middle Middle East has been a very unstable region for almost a couple of decades. Um, And you could argue that U.S. presence there certainly hasn't helped that, And given the fact that uh, we had gone in the Middle East uh, at first into Afghanistan uh, because that country provided a safe harbor for al-Qaeda terrorists who, of course, perpetrated 9-11. Well, Tulsi Gabbard went to Syria in 2017 and initially went there, as she indicated it, on a uh, fact-finding mission to try to figure out how to help the Syrian people in this war-torn country who were suffering. And it kind of, and she didn't go there; she claims to meet with al Assad, but the opportunity came up, and she ended up meeting with him now, Part of the reason that the people are suffering in Syria is because of Syrian leader Bashar al Assad, oh first and foremost, okay, when you use chemical weapons against your own people um yeah, that's going to cause a lot of uh, a lot of suffering and and instability and people being displaced, what have you so She has served our country in the military and in the armed forces and has been to war and has been more of a uh, non-interventionist and looking to get out of these wars where the goal was to rebuild nations, which was kind of George W. Bush's foreign policy back in the day when uh, we initially invaded Iraq and the removal of Saddam Hussein took place was to uh, establish a democracy in Iraq. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. As as was planned. So I say all this to say that she has been drawing an unusual amount of uh, of fire from uh, other uh, from her Democrat rivals as well as CNN. And she was on the debate stage last week. It was a debate broadcast on CNN and the moderator. One of the moderators was Anderson Cooper of CNN. And when asked about uh, the Syria issue. She eventually went in as an, uh, on full frontal on CNN. So this clip I'm going to play is her response to Anderson Cooper's inquiry on Syria. And then there's, there's going to be a pan to panel discussion on CNN where, um, let me be sure I get this uh, gentleman's name right, Bakari Sellers, uh, has a very damning indictment of Tulsi Gabbard, one that was perpetuated by none other than Shrill Hill, uh, Hillary Clinton herself. So this is a couple minutes long. We've got some time to play this. It's about, Like I say, it's about two and a half minutes. It's Tulsi Gabbard at the president, Democrat presidential debate, and then his panel discussion on CNN all kind of intertwined in one. So here we go.
0: Now, you don't agree with how the president handled the withdrawal. What would you have done differently? How would you have pulled out troops without the bloodshed we're seeing now?
3: Syria.
5: Oh, first of all, we've got to understand the reality of the situation there, which is that the slaughter of the Kurds being done by Turkey is yet another negative consequence of the regime change war that we've been waging in Syria. Donald Trump has the blood of the Kurds on his hand, but so do many of the politicians in our country from both parties who have supported this ongoing regime change war in Syria that started in 2011, along with many in the mainstream media who have been championing and cheerleading this regime change war. Not only that, but, uh,
3: New York Obama, Times and CNN have cheering. also
5: smeared veterans like myself for calling for an end to this regime change war. Uh, just two days ago, the New York Times put out a, an article saying that I'm a, a Russian asset and an Assad apologist and all these different smears. This morning, a CNN commentator said on national television that I'm an asset of Russia, completely despicable. As president, I will wrong. end these regime change wars by doing two things, ending the draconian sanctions that are really a modern-day siege, the likes of which we are seeing Saudi Arabia wage against Yemen that have caused tens and thousands of Syrian civilians to die and to starve. And I would make sure that we stop supporting terrorists like al-Qaeda in Syria, who have been the ground force in this ongoing regime change war. I'd like to ask Senator Warren if she would join me in calling for an end to this regime change war in Syria, finally.
2: Pocahontas?
5: So look, I think that we ought to get out of the Middle East. I don't think we should have troops in the Middle there the East.
2: There's a chance that Tulsi not just working for uh, the United States of America, but I digress. So. Oh, minute.
5: Subs- what, yeah, well, what is that? Oh, like? oh I hell firmly, of an No, allegation, no I
2: firmly, no, I, that's not just an allegation. <laughs> I firmly, I firmly believe that. The message is coming now. No, here, I, I <laughs> watch, the, watch the bots come on Twitter now. I firmly believe that Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard stands on that stage is in the and is the antithesis to what the ele- the other eleven individuals stand for, especially when it comes to issues such as foreign policy. There is no question, yeah. there is no question that Tulsi Gabbard, of all the 12, is a puppet for the Russian government.
5: Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh. I mean, oh, well, that is your source. how is there no question?
2: Well, I think that you look at her relationship doing the bidding, her relationships and affection for people like Bashar al-Assad, her admiring somebody who we know to be a war criminal, propping them up. I think that those are questions that are going to have to be answered. Yeah, to-
3: okay, so that was uh, someone by the name of Bakari Sellers that called her a puppet, for the um, Russian government, uh, very serious accusation. Really, no. Uh, y- you think about. Well, it's just some rogue uh, talking head on CNN. Uh, who is Bakari Sellers? Really, really not a big name. You know, who really cares what he thinks? Um, but how about the uh, Democrat nominee for president back in 2016? If she made a charge like that, would would, would that? uh draw a few uh, side looks yeah would. cnn.com reports that former democratic presidential nominee hillary clinton said thursday the russians are currently grooming a democrat running in the presidential primary to run as a third party candidate and champion their interests the comment appears to be directed at hawaii representative tulsi gabbard who has been accused of being cozy with russia in the past I'm not making any predictions, but I think they've got their eye on somebody who is currently in the Democratic primary and grooming her to be the third-party candidate, Clinton said, speaking on a podcast with former Obama advisor David Pluth. She's the favorite of the Russians. Clinton never names Gabbard, but there are only five women running for president. Gabbard, California Senator Kamala Harris, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Focahontas-Warren, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, and author Marianne Williamson, and none of the other women have been accused of being boosted by Russia. Clinton did not provide proof about how Russia is grooming Gabbard. She and her team pointed to allegations that Russian news and propaganda sites often report on Gabbard's campaign and that moments in Gabbard's campaign have been reportedly amplified by trolls and bots on Twitter with ties to Russia. Gabbard has denied those allegations. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways of supporting her so far, Clinton said. Well, okay, so they may support her or there may be bots or trolls, none of which is ever proven. She's not asked to cite her sources because, well, she's Hillary Clinton and, you know, she's never asked tough questions by mainstream media outlets. But uh, is she she implying coercion here that Tulsi Gabbard is somehow in, in, in cahoots with Russia? Because we know how that turned out before when they accused a presidential candidate of being cahoots with Russia. It ended up being the proverbial exploding cigar in their face with the whole Trump thing. Uh, Gabbard responded on Twitter Friday afternoon to Clinton's comments. Uh, Thank you, Hillary Clinton. You, the queen of warmongers, embodiment of corruption and personification of the rot that has sickened the Democratic Party for so long, have finally come out from behind the curtain, she tweeted. From the day I announced my candidacy, there has been a concerted campaign to destroy my reputation, Gabbard added. We wondered who was behind it and why. Now we know. It was always you, through your proxies and powerful allies in the corporate media and war machine, afraid of the threat I pose. It's now clear that this primary is between you and me. Don't cowardly hide behind your proxies. Join the race directly. So there you have it. Um, you know, Hillary comes out with these scurrilous accusations, and Tulsi Gabbard called her on it. And guess what? Hillary Clinton isn't used to probably taking a whole lot of friendly fire from across, from you know, the same side of the aisle, especially from candidates like Tulsi Gabbard who aren't registered registering but three, four percent in the polls. But then that's the point, isn't it? Gabbard probably feels like at this point she doesn't have a lot to lose. And I've never heard the speculation she's thinking of running in the third party, or at least she's never fueled that. Uh, but Hillary's kind of gun shy because there were a number of third candidates, particularly one that she felt maybe was responsible in helping torpedo uh, her uh, campaign, and uh, Jill Stein, who I believe was a Green Party candidate. Uh, I don't know how many votes she she had, but because it was so close in some of these swing states, that any you know pretty much a lot of votes mattered. And Hillary looks at it as a threat that, you know, whoever is the Democrat candidate, whether it's Joe Biden or Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders, that if Tulsi Gabbard runs as a third party, she could siphon off and off votes from the Democrat candidate, the nominee, and thus would allow Donald Trump re-election. And I think that's what she fears the most. But Hillary's not asked to cite her source, so she'll continue to make this scurrilous accusation without any accountability. Uh, Dom from Maple Grove, uh, if you can hang on during the break, I promise I'll take your call when we come back right here. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere.
0: Here's another free offer from Lucky Station.
4: Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's Lucky Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens.
0: Don't let the negative news and the upcoming weary winter weather wipe you out. Come into Lucky Stations and let us brighten up your day, or at least help you see better. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and we'll give you a free gallon of windshield wash. We'll make your day better and brighter. Lucky Station, your neighborhood store.
4: Lucky Station is a small group of family-owned convenience stores in a world of giant national chains. They have to work harder to earn your business. Lucky Station has everything that the big name convenience stores have, Luckys Station, the official convenience store of AM 1280 the Patriot. Find them online at luckystations.com. Mention
0: AM 1280 the Patriot and we'll give you a free gown of windshield wash. Lucky Station, your neighborhood store with nine Twin Cities locations to serve you.
1: If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dental is just free standard x-rays are free and we offer very convenient financing why do we call it implant miracle because with implants as low as twenty four ninety nine, and other places charging so much more some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle for more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford see our website implant that's implantmiracle.com. com.
0: Some things pair together perfectly. Hot cider on a cool fall day. Liberty and the First Amendment. Chocolate and peanut butter. This Tuesday, experience another fantastic combination. Dennis Prager and Larry Elder. The War for America's Soul Tour is nearly sold out. Only a handful of general admission tickets remain. Visit AM1280thepatriot.com and reserve your seats today.
2: This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors.
3: Welcome back, I'm 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's how you can join the program, Ian. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. As promised, I want to get to the caller on line one. Dom is checking in from Maple Grove. Dom, I appreciate your patience. You are on the Northern Alliance
4: Radio Network. Hey, Brad, thanks for taking my call. Yes, you know, I was, just, uh, I was just picking up some dog food from the store, and I turned the radio on, happened to catch your show, and I started thinking on the drive home, my dog, who is all 14 years, is better behaved than the lifelong presidential runner-up Hillary Clinton. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this lady, the audacity and sheer greed and hunger for power never ceases to amaze me. You know, I watched the debate last week, uh, came away feeling that, you know, the, the it, it's the, the 2020 is in the bag for Trump. The way these guys were going on, especially Bernie Sanders and Warren, you know, Atul C. Gabbard was the only woman, I said, well, okay, worst, case scenario if something happened to trump i'd vote for her that was my feeling i mean she's the only one that was halfway honest about even though i don't approve all the things that she kind of stands for she seemed honest and even bernie on the other extreme seemed honest but Mm. to to kind of to kind of put down a person who has served you know the two tours of duty and served this country this woman Hurry clinton has no shame i don't i don't understand her at all after having Lived for so long in such a high, you know, level of government. I really don't understand her. Her, her husband should come in and say, "Shut the hell up and go away, please." <laughs> I'm sorry to use language like that, but this this is no end to the power hunger that she is she is kind of displaying on the national scene. That's all I got to say. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs>
3: yeah, appreciate it, Dom. Thank you, and uh, have a, a great rest of your day. Yeah, her and her daughter are out touting their book called uh, "Gutsy Women." yeah to which i say you know what what was what was gutsy about what hillary did i mean uh, staying with her husband after he humiliated her on a national stage uh so she could uh, continue to uh, fluff up her uh, political career and her uh thirst for power cuz yeah i mean pretty much she was well she ran for us senate while she was still uh first lady you know she was uh, was elected in 2000 to the senate out of uh uh, out of New York, and then uh, re-elected in two thousand six. Ran for president in two thousand eight, and uh, did not get the nomination. Then got the nomination in twenty sixteen and lost in the general election. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've said this before. I understand you know, a lot of the twenty sixteen election broke a lot of people mentally. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm no psychologist, so may, it may be irresponsible for me to say this, but the way some people have been behaving in reaction to Trump's election in 2016, I, 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 I'm i hard-pressed to think that that's normal behavior. And Hillary Clinton continues to double down on some of the things she said. I mean, the, the line about Trump supporters being a basket full of deplorables, all right, that haunted her the rest of the campaign in 2016. Now, whether that's what ultimately cost her or not, I, I don't know. It was many factors, but that certainly didn't help her cause. And then she doubled down on it after Trump got elected. Saying things like, "Well, you know, these women—they need to be independent from their husbands. They just vote along with their husbands and vote for Trump," or, "Well, look at—I—I—I I, I won the cities with the highest domestic uh, gross domestic product. Well, Trump won these little rural areas. Hickville—you know, she didn't say Hickville, but it was implied, you know—and basically denigrating the support that Trump got, which means she learned absolutely nothing by how he was elected or why he was elected." learn nothing. So and now this whole business with Tulsi Gabbard being a puppet of the Russians it's it's irresponsible and because she gets a platform to continue to spout this garbage and doesn't get challenged on it and people will be sympathy sympathetic to her violating national security with her email server and yes, there were very clear violations despite the fact that she continues to say that there were not. It's just gaslighting, right? This this is what she's going to get. So I understand why she is coming off as so deranged. Because had I lost to Donald Trump too in, a, in in any kind of uh, election, yeah, that that's probably going to cause a few people to go a little kooky. But you know, she's hoisted her own petard. That is uh, that's for sure. I want to switch to a uh, local issue here real quick. There was a Star Tribune story that came out yesterday that kind of. Caught my eye. Uh, After a fall from grace, former Senator Al Franken rebuilds his life. Al Franken is still angry. Well, what else is new? He's always been angry. They're acting like this is some sort of new development. I mean, we knew this when he first started to run for Senate in 2008, (coughs) but I digress. Uh, He's also wrestling with fallout from his mistakes, redefining his goals and trying to do good stuff. As he cautiously returns to public life after his high-profile downfall, he said in a Star Tribune interview. Uh, first, first thing i got to ask, he's wrestling from with fallout from his mistakes. What mistakes? Did he consider it a mistake that he resigned too early, or is he owning up to the fact that, yeah, he groped a few women? Or is he just acknowledging the one where there was photographic evidence of him groping a woman, that uh, Leanne Tweeden, remember that infamous photograph, on a U.S.O. tour that was taking place, like in two thousand five, two thousand six, and um, he was groping Leanne Tweeden on the uh, on the airplane flight while she was asleep. Uh, anyways, uh, the Minnesota Democrat resigned from the U.S. Senate in January of twenty eighteen, felled by sexual misconduct allegations by several women as the Me Too movement took root. His enmity is directed at the circumstances that led to his departure and at fellow Democrats who nudged him to step down, he said, in an hour-long conversation in a northeast Minneapolis office building. I, I'm angry about it, he said. I just don't feel that it actually does me any good, so I try not to dwell on it. But, you know, it comes up because I'm smart enough, I'm strong enough, and doggone it, people. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Uh, Franken then cracked a joke, which he did more than once, to deflect questions about the price he has paid for his conduct. But I don't take it out on dogs or anything like that. A New Yorker article in July asserted that his first accuser, conservative talk show host Leanne Tweeden, was motivated by politics. She, well, um, if she was motivated by politics, why didn't she produce his photograph before he ran for Senate in 2008? I mean, I... What gives if she was or was she not conservative back then? I'm not understanding the rationale behind that. Uh, Anyhow, uh, she had released a photo showing his hands outstretched near her chest as she slept on a military plane during a USO tour. I just knew what the intention was in that, said Franken, who had not yet been elected at the time of the incident in 2006. I knew what I had not done, but I also knew how people who wanted to take it a certain way would. It was done at the time for a reason. Seven other women soon said that Franken had touched them inappropriately. Last month, a ninth woman made a similar accusation. Franken said then that he must have been doing something to make the women uncomfortable. I feel terrible that anyone came away from an interaction with me feeling bad. Uh, He said in a recent speech that he has done some reflection and makes it a point to be much more mindful in my interactions with everybody. In the newspaper interview, Frank, in age 68, was subdued. His remorse was evident, and so was a bit of self-pity. Oh, I feel sorry for myself. It doesn't do you a lot of good. You know, one thing I do have control over is, to a degree, my attitude, what I can do now. I'm not happy about this at all, he said. I don't think about it much, he said a moment later. He is talking, though. He launched a podcast in November 2018 that led to a weekly Sirius XM radio show that debuted in September. This month, he spoke at a DFL fundraiser in Hibbing and a health summit in Minneapolis. He has embarked on a speaking tour that began with a sold-out show October 2nd in Portland. Controversy still casts a shadow over Franken. Two King Council members called for the cancellation of his October 4th Seattle appearance after the most recent allegation. They wrote in an open letter that they objected to, quote, an event that supports the comeback tour of a powerful man credibly accused of groping and sexual harassment. The Seattle event went on as scheduled, but there was a small protest outside. When he sat down with the Star Tribune, Franken had just finished interviewing Paul Tuff, author of The Years That Matter Most, a book about higher education. He asked an aide to buy him some ice cream, vanilla, in a cup from a nearby shop. He was relaxed but seemed a little guarded. The former senator referred to his steps back into the political and entertainment spotlight as this period and this transition. I was very down right away, Franken said of the dark days after his exit from the Senate. It was a shock. It was a shock, frankly. Then my Democratic colleagues doing what they did, that was a shock as well. Three weeks after Tweeden's accusation, he said that he would step down. His wife, Fanny Bryson, the rest of his family, and his former staff helped him pull through it, he said. They knew who I was, you know. Franklin noted, Franken noted that eight current and former U.S. senators who called for his resignation have since apologized well here's the thing part of me uh, understands and does not blame Franken for being angry over this all right now I'm I'm not one to send up to gin up a bunch of sympathy for Al Franken I mean he's in, in a lot of ways he's hoisted his own pretard and a lot of issues in his life okay but this is what his party, the progressives in his party, this is the environment they created. Their mindset was, any woman who accuses a man of sexual harassment or sexual assault, she deserves to be believed. And the whole idea behind this, well, this started back with Hillary Clinton during the 2016 campaign. There was, uh, she brought up that, I believe all sexual assault survivors should be believed, except if they accuse her husband. Anyways, and so the idea was she knew that there were accusers of Donald Trump, and therefore she was setting the groundwork that all women who accuse a man of sexual assault deserve to be believed. Okay? And then the Me Too movement started, and when there was a whole... Uh, backlash with obviously the the key figure behind that, Harvey Weinstein and, and uh, the casting couch and all that, and then just started a bottoming out period. And then, of course, Gretchen Carlson with, with Fox News uh, resigned because of serial harassment at the hands of uh, Fox News's, I believe he's was the program director, CEO, whatever he was, uh, Roger Ailes. Okay, so there really wasn't an appetite to keep on people who were accused of of sexual assault and sexual harassment. And People didn't think it was such a big leap that all these women came out and accused Franken of this in the aftermath of this photograph that showed him groping Leanne Tweeden. So my point is, in their efforts to try to ensnare and entrap Donald Trump and also use it as a chanting point against Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore, who is embroiled in a special election battle for Alabama Senate seat, which was vacated by Jeff Sessions when he became Trump's attorney general initially, they they wanted to use that as a chanting point for the twenty eighteen elections because if Roy Moore got elected, they say, ah, see, Roy Moore has had credible accusations of creepy uh, sexually molestation of of uh, pre of uh, pre adult girls, yet the Republicans elected him to the Senate. But look, we oust people who are credibly accused of sexual assault in our caucus, so Franken just kind of became collateral damage because representing a state like Minnesota, they can oust him because they know the far left governor Mark Dayton would have appointed a far-left replacement, which he did in Tina Smith. So Franken was just collateral damage in the whole thing. So the, And, yeah, they've since apologized to him because they didn't get the chanting point they wanted because Roy Moore ended up not being elected as U.S. Senator out of Alabama. So it all blew up in their face, and it couldn't have happened to a bunch of nicer folks. Now, whether Franken can completely rehab his image to where he can be electable again, um, this is a state that elected him initially to U.S. Senate, as well as elected Jesse Ventura to governor, so I wouldn't put it past us. That's that's all I can say. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
1: This is a solicitation of insurance by eHealth,
0: an insurance agency offering plans from different insurance companies. No government or Medicare affiliation. The described coverage is not available in all counties or cases. Paid actor portrayal. Hi, I'm Dave Nemeth.
5: And I'm Barbara Niven. You may have seen us on television talking about an all-in-one card that has the Medicare community talking.
0: The one that gives you coverage for hospital care, doctor visits, prescription drugs, in many cases even eyeglasses and dental care.
5: For a monthly price that some people find too good, Good to be true.
0: Except it is true.
5: One card, one company, one complete package of Medicare benefits designed to help you get well and stay well.
0: Now that's something worth talking about.
5: Watch your mailbox or learn more online at onecardnow.com. That's onecardnow.com.
0: Please don't put this off, it's too important. Visit onecardnow.com for free information with no obligation. That's onecardnow.com. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the Mike Murphy team with eXp Realty. With me is Mike and Sharon Murphy. Great to have you both here. Now, Mike, what's it like working with eXp Realty? Well, Lee, eXp is awesome. It's the future of real estate. We're able to offer our clients better service, better technology, and we're having our best year ever. And we are growing. That's fantastic. Now, it might be strange to be talking about the spring in the fall,
2: but it's very important right now because, Sharon, you guys are actually working on your spring showcase listings already.
1: That's right, Lee. And we'll send our photographer out now to get those pictures of the green grass and fall colors so you can be ready for spring. We'll also include free staging and access to our exclusive list of handymen to help your home shine.
2: That's why you want to be ahead of the game and not behind. If you're looking to buy or sell now, or you want to be part
3: of the Spring Showcase, give them a call, 651-216-7870, or go to MikeMurphyTeam.com. That's MikeMurphyTeam.com.
1: Blue Ox Heating and Air. Your old heating and cooling system could be costing you money. BOGO BOGO BOGO! Buy a high efficiency furnace and get an air conditioner for free. That's right, free. Plus 18 months no interest and no payments for qualified buyers. Hurry, this offer expires November 30th. See GoBlueOx.com for details.
5: Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care.
3: Welcome back, no, AM 1280 The Patriot. No
2: think, I Northern Alliance Radio Network with
3: me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. And again, we uh, are less than 48 hours away from our event, War for America's Soul, with National Salem Radio hosts Dennis Prager and Larry Elder teaming up for a powerful evening of identifying the key threats to our country. We uh, face racial divides, a push for socialism, abortion, economic disparities, and more. Again, tickets are available at am128thepatriot.com. Only general admission tickets remain. VIP seating sold out within the first week, uh, and then preferred seating just sold out last week. So there are a handful of general admission tickets left. Go to am128thepatriot.com, click on the banner for War for America's Soul, and get your tickets today. We look forward to seeing everybody there. Uh, especially the folks who are sitting at the NARN table. Mitch Berg, King Bannon, and myself are looking forward to hosting you. Uh, but you know what? We get a chance to kind of rub elbows with all of the, the uh, audience members after the gig. So we're not only going to see folks who are sitting at the NARN table. We're going to see all of you all that uh, are going to come on out and uh, stop by and say hello. We'd love to chat with you because, again, the reason we have such high-profile events coming here every few months is because of you and your response coming out to these events, and they always sell out, always. And you guys are awesome, and we appreciate the support over these uh, 15 and a half years of being on the AM-1280, The Patriot, with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I uh, just want to uh, weigh in real quick on the uh, passing of Representative Elijah Cummings. He was a Democrat uh, member Uh, of the U.S. House of Representatives out of the state of Maryland. He passed away this past Thursday at age 86. Uh, Despite the fact he and President Trump had quite a war of words over the summer, uh, President Trump came out with actually a very uh, poignant and uh, kind tweet. Uh, President Trump said, My warmest condolences to the family and many friends of Congressman Elijah Cummings. I got to see firsthand the strength, passion, and wisdom of this highly respected political leader. His work and voice on so many fronts will be very hard, if not impossible, to replace. Uh, You know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, if if Trump had not said anything, they'd have said, boy, even in the man's death, Trump still can't help but show disrespect to the man by not even tweeting words of sympathy. But the fact Trump came out with that very kind and poignant tweet— uh, he got raked over the coals for it, which whatever it's it's part of the deal we get that but representative trey gowdy uh paid tribute to Elijah Cummings in an op ed at the uh, in the Washington Post, and the hill dot com summarized it uh, Gowdy described Cummings as a fighter and formidable political opponent. Uh, He was my friend, and it was that part of life working with Elijah that I will remember and cherish the best and the longest, Gowdy, who now runs a private law practice, added. Filled with multiple anecdotes of his friendship with Cummings, Gowdy focused on how their differences of opinion and background only made the pair better friends. Members of Congress don't always give advice to or take advice from one another, Gowdy said. Most don't have the kind of relationship where you can, but we did. Gowdy continued, we did because we tried to understand where the other had come from, what made us who we were, why we believed what we believed, and because we shared a respect for the law, the justice system, and the institution of the House of Representatives. Again, uh, Trey Gowdy's full op-ed can be seen at the Washington Post. And what really saddens me in this political climate is letters like that aren't the norm. You know, they just aren't. And, obviously, social media, I would imagine, makes it just kind of amplifies what people, you know, years ago were really thinking about their political opponents but didn't maybe have the platform to say it. Because there were several people who posted articles about Elijah Cummings' passing, and there were a lot of snarky replies. You know, oh, good, and the corruption dies with him. Oh, and an impeachment process dies with him. Or good riddance or... You know, maybe Baltimore can start to heal because, of course, that was President Trump's biggest source of criticism of Elijah Cummings. You know, here he's a representative right out of the city of Baltimore, and while he's living high off the hog, the citizens of Baltimore are suffering in this poverty and squalor, and it's basically like a a third-world country in there. You know, I'm paraphrasing what President Trump said. I know he didn't say those exact things, but a lot of the things that he was saying about Baltimore in going after Elijah Cummings— Uh, was of that tone. So, you know, uh, again, I long for those days where you can be, you can disagree without being disagreeable. Will we ever get back to those days? I like to think we could, um, but at this point, I don't know. And if you blame President Trump for this, uh, you're mistaken because Trump is just a symptom of the greater problem. All right? This was going on long before Trump came around. I'll just say that much. So, Um, Rest easy, Representative Elijah Cummings, and condolences to his uh, family and friends, that is for sure. Folks, I'm out. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Quick programming note, Mitch and I are swapping shows next weekend. I will be in Saturday for Mitch on October 26th. He'll be in for me a week from today, hosting the closer edition of the NARN. We look forward to
0: talking to you. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. Get Random length Steel for just 30 cents a pound now at Discount Steel. Discount Steel is having a truckload sale event. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Just 30 cents a pound for Random length Steel. Stop in today and join their community of do-it-yourselfers, artists, creators, and business owners to shop and get inspired. Visit DiscountSteel.com to view their wide selection of metals, hardware, and processing services. Hurry in to take advantage of this tremendous sale on Random Light Steel. While supplies last, exclusions may apply.
6: National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a backroom of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers.
5: My name is Tiffany Hall, and my son, Truitt, attends Heritage Christian Academy it is in kindergarten and I got an email one day from his teacher saying that she was really proud of him that day because he had found a quarter actually at school and she could see that he had really debated turning it in or keeping it and that he had turned it into her and she was just so proud of him and encouraged him and that um, being honest was the way to be and I thought it was so sweet for her to, to message me that and tell me about the day. We've had a few teachers there, and they've all been so wonderful. They have constant interaction with us, for sure, and they're always willing to be there for questions or help us with anything that we need help with as well. We have absolutely loved our time at Heritage Christian Academy, and we have been so blessed.
0: Heritage Christian Academy of Maple Grove serves students from 3 years old to 12th grade. For more information about joining the Heritage Christian Academy family or to schedule a tour, visit heritageweb.org. That's heritageweb.org. According to Google, a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, introducing you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Let Salem Surround maximize your SEO and SEM campaigns so you can run your business. Call Alyssa for more information at 651 289 4406. AM 1280, The Patriot is Delaware.